With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Before then, Kempe, it's all about that special sporting event this weekend. It is. With so many COVID-affected years, Louis, the arrival of the 2023 Masters feels like a gift from the heavens. And to make things all the moral special, Kiwi Ryan Fox will be making his debut on the Greens of Augusta this year. Such an important moment deserves an equally massive build-up. So we have tracked down another great Kiwi golfer, former PGA Tour player, 2002 Players' Champion and now golf commentator, Craig Perks, and he's with us this morning. Craig, so good to have you on us on our show this morning. How are you this morning? I'm very well. Good to be on with you guys. Oh, that's awesome. And does it feel like the same old Masters week for you, or is there a slightly different dynamic with the live players and the PGA players coming up against each other this weekend? No, not really. Um, I think everyone's going to be on their best behaviour. We always are when we drive down Magnolia Lane. Um, now, obviously, there's an ocean of storylines, and it includes – you know, Cam Smith and Dustin Johnson, Kepka and those guys, but it's it's way more than that. You know, there's it's obviously there's so much tradition there. Um, you know, there's there's this aura and mystique. Um, and I think we've we've waited so long. I think it's been like nine months since Cam won the uh, the Open Championship at St Andrews with that 64. So we're we're starved for for golf. Obviously, we get a lot of it on the PGA Tour and throughout the world, but uh, the anticipation of this week is unlike any other. Craig, it's so good to have you on SCNZ, beaming back into New Zealand. So many Kiwi golfing fans would have adored your career and follow you from afar. And can you can you take us back to that moment when you drove up Magnolia Lane and? Mm-hmm. You got to go to the, the Masters. It was 2003, wasn't it? What What is that feeling like? What will Ryan Fox be feeling this week? Yeah, for me, actually, it was a couple of weeks after I won, so it was 02. But um, I, I felt completely overwhelmed, to be honest with you. I grew up uh, on the, the grounds of Hokufitu, and uh, I'm, I'm not sure I ever dreamed of playing the Masters. I It was more putts to win the, the British Open, but um, that all came came true when I won the Players' Championship. Um, you know, for Ryan, for a first time, it's it, it's overwhelming. It really is. I, I thank you. It's surreal more than anything. You know, the scope and the scale and just the colour. You, you've been told about it. You've read about it. You've dreamed about it. You've watched You've watched it, but nothing compares to, to being there in person. Um, and I think for Ryan... <sighs> 
yeah, you know, oh, for me anyway, I, I guess I can't speak for Ryan, but I just know that uh, what I tried to do is I played a lot of golf, which might have been a mistake, but I played 18 holes Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, I tried to take it all in. I try, you know, you want to be prepared, you want to play well, but I think more than anything, you just this. As I said, the sights and the sounds and the smells, and and I just lingered around Amen Corner and sat on the bridge and t and tried to take it all in. So then golf becomes secondary. Um, and then all of a sudden on Thursday morning, you get announced on the first tee, and you're like, "Oh shit, I've got to I've got to play well now," sort of thing. And uh, that, sorry, I didn't mean to swear, but um, so I, there's a shock and awe factor as well. Um, you, you feel like you're sort of in this heavenly area um, and then all of a sudden now you've got to put a put a number on a scorecard so it's a little shocking at that but um, I, you know I think Ryan has a lot more experience than I did at that point I was you know I I was you know I had that one great week I was I was leading up to that I was I had played well but I I'm not sure like I said I was ever prepared to to tee it up at the Masters, it happened just a week after, well, a week and a half after I won. So it, it might be a little different for Ryan, but I, I know that I wasn't prepared for sure mentally. Hey, hey Craig, thanks for taking us through there. I, I walked that walk with you as you were talking then. Um, can only uh, hope but wish that uh, that feeling, you know, of that feeling. So uh, you made it sound really, really special. But having played it, like having played, then going and playing it. What do you? What do you? Do you need like what tool? Do you need and whether it's in your bag, in your mind, to make the cut at the Masters this week? Well, you know, I think you. You know, there's this there's this sort of emotional toll. I think that that the Augusta takes on you. It's a, an extremely hard golf course. Um, I heard. I was actually listening to some of the press conferences and uh, Tiger mentioned it. The, the, you know, they've talked about the changes going on at 13 this, this week. They, they made a change to 15 last year. Um, they made huge changes in 2002, which was my first year. Um, I'm not sure you're, you're ever prepared to play a golf course that difficult. Nothing in the world is like it. And what I mean by that, the green, the complexities of the greens, uh, unlike anything you'll you'll play, uh, they're they're so fast, they're so firm. You have these small little segments or shelves that you have to try and get to, and if you're on the wrong side of them, the ball can be repelled a hundred feet, and then it's impossible to get the ball up and down. And then when they made the changes in 02, it went from seven. I think 68 or 6,900, which was at the time, you know, we're talking now 20 plus years ago, which was about a, a medium length golf course to 7,400, which was extremely long. Um, if you're trying to make a, a sort of a judgment for, for Ryan, he's got all that length. So I think that really helps. You've got to be a very, very good driver of the golf ball. Long certainly helps. Um, patience is the key. And I, Again, for me personally, nothing prepared me for that week. You know, you, you could watch all the YouTube videos. I sat and watched hours and hours and hours of um, Masters highlights in, in, you know, following my win and, and preparation for it. Nothing prepares you for walking on that on that property. And, I, you know, I think more than anything, it's it's so beautiful. 
and it's so awe-inspiring that um, it, I found it difficult, you know, and I played there three consecutive years and never had any success, but I just found it difficult to try and get your game up to what you felt it needed to be to, to play well around that golf course. It's, it's a, an absolute complete test, but it's, it's more than that. It's emotional. It's mental. You can, you can have all the physical skills in the world, but if, if you aren't prepared mentally or emotionally to, to take it all in, then, then it's going to be a difficult week. Wow. That's amazing, Craig. And we, we actually had Steve Williams on, last year and he mm. stevie spoke about the, the like the undulations he gave us a really good breakdown of why why the greens are probably the hardest challenge in sport really for elite level athletes like how it can trip them up but what, what do you think about the notion that you either are an augusta player or you're not like some some players are built for it or some aren't in your experience was that true or can you teach yourself to be able to tame Augusta National. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Um, I will say that um, if you get the good fortune to continue to go back there year after year, if you know top fifty in the world or so on and so forth, then obviously first and foremost you're a world class player, so you're you're elite, and then you get the experience. It requires so much experience. Um, and I think more than anything, if I had a chance to go back and do it again, if I was back, you know, if I had my three years of experience and then they were allowing me to go back and play three more years, I would have spent a lot more time preparing um, on and around the greens. Uh, I, I just played, I played the course and then I would go to the next hole and just play 18 holes and do it like a normal practice round where I think if you listen to all of the, uh, the great champions there and the, those that have a lot of success, they spend a great deal of time just chipping and putting around the greens. And when they're away from the golf course or away from the, the inside being inside the ropes on the practice fairway, they're, they're really not beating balls. They're, they're around chipping and trying to sort of ignite that creative flair. So I think you can, you can learn to, uh, you can evolve into being a player that can compete around Augusta National, but you better know how to chip and putt. You better know course management. And you listen to these guys, especially Tiger, and even, and maybe not Scotty Scheffler, but Raymond Floyd, and, and maybe some of those guys, Rory per se. Um, they know exactly where to miss it. They know exactly what to do in certain situations. Um, and I think you have to evolve and, and gain the experience to learn how to do that. And it's not, it's, it's really not just playing golf. Um, it's, it, it's learning to accept what is given to you without, because I think sometimes guys get a little bit behind, you know, they may, they may shoot 74 the first day and then try and press it go after some flags that they know they shouldn't order, ordinarily do and they miss it in the wrong spot and they, it just compounds the issue where uh, I think Tiger was, I mean, obviously he had all the physical skills and was the strongest mentally maybe to ever play, but he had so much patience around there. And, and I think we saw that in 2019 where he just let people fall, you know, collapse around him while he just hit the center greens and played away from flags. And that takes a great deal of discipline. Who does it set up for then? 
this year because there's some hot golfers and, and guys like Rory have spoken about breaking the feeling like he's broken the myrtle, mental hurdle in his uh, mind and you've got Scotty Scheffler who's playing unbelievable, John Rahm. We we know the perennial contenders, but who who does it set it up? Who sets it up for this year with all that you've just said there, Craig? Yeah, I think I, I'm going to have to say Scotty Scheffler. Um, uh, you know, it'd be I think he'd be the third or fourth guy to win back to back. I think it's a, he'd be the fourth guy, but um, he and I, you know, Rory's an incredibly clear thinker. Um, and obviously has that insane physical talent. But there's some scar tissue. He did talk about that he eroded some of that with that 64 on Sunday of last year. If you watch the way, and and forgive me for making the comparison here because the golf courses aren't anywhere similar, but if you watch the way that Scotty Scheffler went about winning the Players' Championship, he has this stock shot, and I don't want to get in the weeds here, but he has this cut that's very reliable. And uh, those green complexes, although minute compared to Augusta National, you, it's similar. You have to be in the, in the correct area or quadrant or segment or whatever it may be. He doesn't go after flag six. He just hits his stock cut away from certain areas. And when he gets out of position, he's a brilliant chipper of the golf ball. Um, and I think he has the right demeanor. Um, and he just goes about his business and it, he, he sort of owns his craft, you could say. Um, you know, Rory's is, is probably, he's been the best player since sort of the post-Tiger era. But we're going on, what is it, 11? This is his 11th time at Augusta or 12th time and 9th time trying to uh, complete the career Grand Slam. And that that becomes overwhelming. That is one heck of a toll to, to sort of carry around. And I think the... Every year it goes by, it gets harder and harder. But, I, you know, you have to be at the best. You could say Scheffler, Rory and Ram are the significantly ahead of everybody else. But uh, I, I think Ram is potentially a too, little too volatile to go around there. And, and sometimes his short game is inconsistent. I, I, w- I mean, I wish Cam Smith had never left the... Um, the tour and had played more coming into this week because I think, you know, we're trying to put, well, the tour is trying to push this big three, but if he had been around and stayed and played all the the huge events on the PGA tour, they'd probably be the big four. And I think he has that, I I don't know, whatever you want to call it, some sort of um, mentality or attitude. I don't know if it's gritty or, whatever you want to call it, that he is an Australian. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, I, I have a word, but I'm not going to use it. Um, <laughs> but legitimately, he's in the he's in the top handful. And he's, I mean, he's only played, I know one down in Australia in December, the PGA, and but he's only played a couple of events. I don't think that's great preparation. Um, and he said he wasn't at his best. But I would, with a guy that has that sort of uh, ability with a wedge and around the greens, legitimately he he you could consider him uh but it's a very small set of people uh, i wouldn't you could probably go five to eight to ten people that legitimately have a chance and i just think from you know how much they've played how competitive they've been how much form they have leading into here and the skill set and the attributes they have that that lend to success at augusta national 
Amazing. Craig, it's wonderful to chat to you, mate. Um, I've, I won't ask you the question because I've already read your answer many times, but I, I know that uh, the 2002 year for you and uh, the players was, was career-defining and, and changed your life. So it's awesome to catch up with you. We love watching you from afar and appreciate all your analysis around Augusta National and what it takes to compete there. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, great to have you back in New Zealand Radio, and we'll talk again soon someday, I hope. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on.